1: Hi there, welcome to this podcast. And we've got a great weekend of music lined up at Trib Fest. It's going to be happening out at the Rugby Sevens Stadium on Saturday. So many bands are going to be coming to entertain us, all paying tribute to some of the biggest names in the business. I caught up with Paul Henderson, who's filling the shoes of David Bowie at Trib Fest. Great conversation with him. Fabulous guy. And once again, don't forget, join me live on the show, weeknights 8 through 10, here on Dubai I 103.8
0: listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station.
1: This is The Night Shift
0: with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye
1: 103.8. Small G Snuck off to the
0: city, strung out on lasers and slashed back blazers, and ate all your razors while pulling the waiters, Talking about Monroe and walking on Snow White. New York's a go go, and everything tastes nice. Like poor little greenie. Ooh. Get back on it. Gene Genie lives on his back.
1: we Welcome back into the show, and of course, it's super exciting here in Dubai. We're looking forward to Saturday, the 21st of October, when the Trib Fest is going to be happening up at the iconic Seven Stadium. All kinds of uh, tribute bands, such as uh, classics like Blur, The Verve, Manic Street Preachers, and also older kind of uh, more established acts such as Queen, Elvis Presley, and let me come to the incredible David Bowie. And joining me on the line right now is Paul Henderson, who is the who's going to be bringing us the music of David Bowie. Paul, um, excited about coming out to Dubai Hello. to this fest?
0: Yes, I certainly am. I mean, we've done uh, Tripfest in Bahrain a few times, so this will be the first time in dubai so i'm really looking forward to it
1: it's a it's a fabulous lineup of uh, of performers isn't it from uh, you know oh, neil yes. diamond yeah. paul weller the red hot chili
0: peppers so uh, yeah, oh, a quite a variation <laughs> yeah,
1: definitely so tell me how you got into um, uh, doing your act of david bowie and how it all started for you paul
0: how it all started i want it all started for me when i was very very young and i got the parents to buy me my first Bowie album in 74, it was, and it was called The Lad Insane. Yeah. And um, I be, I stayed being a fan right through the rest of the 70s, 80s. Um, then I was doing my own music and had my own bands. And I did um, a program in, in England called Stars on the Rise.
1: Oh, right, um, right, yeah.
0: Back in the early 90s. And then uh, I was still doing my own stuff. And then an old friend of mine said, why don't you do a Bowie tribute and do it all? I said, if I do that, I want to do it properly, and everything else that I'm doing will end up on the back burner. And basically, that's what happened. So I formed a band 2002-2003 time, and literally, I've been doing this now for the last 20 years.
1: I mean, hats off to you. It's, you know, it's, it's a big ass to deliver David Bowie in a show, you know, of his fantastic music. So how did you go about, you know, perfecting it and, and getting Bowie off to a tee?
0: Well, uh, when I was younger, I just constantly uh, sat in front of the VHS record, just watching everything, watching different shows, emulating him. Um, I, I realized I started to sound like him when I was about seventeen, and friends said that. Mm. And then uh, I tried harder and harder. But now, you know, I don't even think about it anymore. People just say you just naturally Bowie. I thought, oh, all <laughs> right, Which is great. You know, but when I was doing my own stuff, I was trying to get away from doing Bowie, Bowie's voice. Yeah, uh, people say to me you sound like david bowie i said oh, all right <laughs> so
1: well it's paid off in the end by the sounds of it hasn't it i mean let's talk yeah. the, the music let's talk the songs of david bowie and, and some of your favorites to perform
0: right um my fav- some of my favorites to perform uh whether i'm doing solo or with my bands or anything uh i mean the, some of the big ones i love is um obviously life on mars heroes um Fame, Driving Saturday, Changes, Ashes to Ashes. Life on Mars is a big epic one for me with the bands as well. Uh, But uh, that's when I started to get into him, round about the time when Driving Saturday and Life on Mars were released as singles in the 70s.
1: What made David Bowie so special um, and, you know, um, an absolute legend? There's no two ways about it these days. In fact, I was talking, uh, we were interviewing uh, now Rogers a few days ago. Of course, he worked with on Let's Dance, and uh, he said David yes. Bowie was just a one-off, you know, just totally, totally different than anyone very else. Much.
0: He was very much a one-off, and but he also he had this uncanny knack of being able to uh, do something um, well before it, it became popular. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of people did copy him over the years, but he, w- he David would take chances. Um, you know, he could be at the height of his career and then he'd go on do something completely different. He, he didn't have to take some risks, mm. but fortunately, they paid off for him. It really did.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly as you say. He wasn't afraid to blaze a trail and uh, and do something completely uh, different. And, and the musicians he surrounded himself with. I mean, his guitar player, famously, you know, stuck with him for many many years, and and you know was really yeah. part of that setup.
0: Yes, I mean, he always he always managed to hunt around and obviously get some of the greatest musicians around, depending on what style he was doing and where he was going, um, where his plans were. And some of the musicians he'd keep for various tours and then he'd go off and do something different and uh, next thing you know, you've got a different lineup. But he still went back every now and again to previous musicians he'd use. Yeah. Like what, from the 70s, Mike Arson. Yeah. I
1: mean, what about his image as well? You know, that that's another complete dimension. The costumes, the images. Yes. I, I mean, what do you portray on stage? Are, are you very much the Ziggy Stardust or, or do oh, you vary used,
0: it? No, I used to. I used to do the Ziggy thing a lot, uh, but when I got past fifty, I thought, "No way, am I doing Ziggy? <laughs> not now." <laughs> I mean, I have still got all the outfits, but I don't do that. It tends to be more imagery between the late seventies, the eighties, nineties. So you know, more kind of um, like suits and things like that. Okay, uh-huh. avant-garde things. But uh, I mean, the hair's more blonde now, but not like not like the Moonlight Tour, but just more like he would naturally be.
1: I mean, yeah, appearing right. on Stars in Your Eyes. That's what was that experience like, and did it really then open the door for a lot of work and wonderful. a lot of touring?
0: Yeah, a wonderful. Yes, yeah. so I started um, at that time. Uh, it was a great experience. It was very professionally done, um, and it was the first series where Matthew Kelly had to host the show. So, mm-hmm. lovely, lovely people, everybody. And um, shortly after that, I, I started to do uh, conventions around the country. And then I, I did a couple of other bits and pieces. and But then I was still very focused on my songwriting at the time. So I took a, you know, I stepped back from it for a while. Then it was a few years later. And I thought, hang on, I will do this belly trivia. I thought, I will give this a go. And, uh, you know, but that, it, that was, it was quite a door-, a door opener for me. And even to this day, it still has that. It still has this kind of power when you say, oh, you did Stars in the Rise. And yeah. I think a lot of people were very fond of that program in the 90s when it first came out.
1: Yeah, it, it, well, it was brilliant. And I think it gives you a lot of credibility, you know, because, you, you know, yeah. they, they were all so good. The Rod Stewart, I remember, was, was absolutely brilliant on there. And, yes. um, you know, it really added to your credibility, didn't it?
0: Yes, it certainly did. Yeah, and uh, that, and then days. Now I was wearing Ziggy Stardust material then. <laughs> right. I was doing Space Oddity as well, which is another great Bowie song I love. Yeah. So all these big hits are
1: going to be in the set at Tribfest.
0: Yes. Yeah. All the biggies, the biggies. I mean, depending on how long we're on stage for. Obviously, Bowie's got such a vast repertoire of material. It's obviously going to nutshell it down to probably about. Uh, seven or eight numbers. Yeah, yeah. So they'll be they'll
1: be the big ones. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Well, Paul, it's been great to catch up and chat with you. Um, uh, Paul Henderson will be Thank David Bowie much. at the Tribfest on Saturday, the twenty first of October, over at the iconic Sevens at Stadium. Um, we'll be there watching you uh, belt out those fantastic classics, Paul. Thanks for joining us on the
0: show. Thank you very much. Looking forward to it.